All right, everybody, how you doing? Welcome to Backyard Bull Spitting. I'm Jordan. This is my co-host Zachary, better hey. known as Ed. Hey, how's it going? All right, and you know we're just a couple of guys from Alabama. Got a few <coughs> kids apiece, you know. <coughs> Wild little bastards, sometimes, oh, yeah. you know. Oh, They're yeah. just children, but they get on my nerves, <laughs> and I'm sure yours do too. Uh, but anyway, you know we're from up northeast Alabama, close to Georgia Tennessee line. Uh, you know, we just some regular dudes. I work in a chicken plant. Ed cuts wood. Sure do. Work for a Steve Mill. You know, I'll be grinding that bark off of it. Grinding that bark mm-hmm. off of it. And you and you work for a company that owns Jack Daniels. Yes, sir. They own Jack Daniels. They own Jack Daniels. They own that number seven <laughs> hitter, boy. <God. laughs> they sure do, man. That's awesome, man. And I work for Pilgrim's Pride. Uh, I'm just a jack of all trades <laughs> in the chicken industry, I guess you could say. Yeah. Uh, you know, so cutting chickens, you know, <laughs> whatever it's something you got to do sometimes, man, when you out there, you know, jumping in the canal with no raincoat on, <laughs> you know, sometimes them babies come out and you got to take care of them. You can't be like, no. Yeah, hey, man, everybody's got to have a job nowadays. Well, they do, dude. Well, you know, not doing what we about to start doing. No. Yeah. You know, everybody can't be in the backyard. No, spit. they can't, man, because some people can't spit like I can. Or we can. Well, you know, we know what you can do. <laughs> you wouldn't be here, boy. <laughs> yeah. All so, right. you know, that's a little bit on us, you know. I hope everybody likes what we're going to be doing in the backyard. Just some mid-class dads sitting in the yeah. backyard bulls. That's what know. we do best. That's what we do best. And, you know, it's, it's hard sometimes. We got wives. We got obligations. But, you know, as friends, you know, sometimes that's important to them. Yeah. You know, everybody's got to have a good friend. That's the best. That's it. Man. Can, man. Got you to. Know, you, if you don't have that in your life, what are you doing? You're probably dabbling in the dark arts. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, hanging yeah, out with the wrong crowd. You're not doing what you're supposed <laughs> to do. Most yeah, time. man. It's got the wrong type yeah. of friends, something like that. <laughs> you know. They ain't friends, buddy. They call those, friends. They call those acquaintances, mm-hmm. and you have plenty of them through your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm you know, we're going to we're gonna go ahead and hop in to this uh, Joe Exotic Carabaskin situation. So, uh, you know, spend $3 million for a million-dollar zoo, and that's outrageously stupid. <laughs> it don't make no sense, It can't. It don't. How dude. could that right. ever make sense? I just don't understand it, man. Like, well, I got a. What does she have after Joe? Like, I mean, like, I haven't watched. She's conquered so the know, world, man. I don't know nothing. Joe about Exotic. Me. Okay, and this comes from somebody who was ahead on it. Shout out to Wondery, the Joe Exotic podcast, and then shout out to Netflix for putting that amazing documentary together. But come on, man, it was wild. You have a gun-toting homosexual, <laughs> two hundred and thirty tigers, son. In his backyard? How do you keep that in your backyard? Well, apparently, somehow you keep it by, you know, having some drug-induced homosexuality going on. You know, I think half of them, Joe, was blowing. I don't know. See, like I said, I haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. I'm going to tell you right now, you're going. You got to sit down and watch it. It's very very important. It was especially important for the pandemic. It's it like come a, out at the it's right a time. Cultural spike. You know, well, like of course, people are about this. Well, shit, we were man. in our homes, man. We couldn't work. I mean, yeah, dude. You, you know? think it started right as the COVID? They shit couldn't dropped, have dropped any right. better, man. Same thing. The last down. Shout out to ESPN. Or, you know, yeah, putting it out for us. Putting it out for us, man. You know, we couldn't ask for a better time to need and get content. 
from you know what we wanted. But back to it with this shit. So Carol Baskin, this is the idea I believe she had. She's like, my husband wanted to take my cats away. I fed them to him. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Then apparently she forged his will. And I, I read a few things saying that's happening. Now, see, I heard that. It's I've heard forged, that. I assume it. You know, she hadn't yeah. been arrested. She's still getting awarded things in court, so it's not concrete. If it was concrete, the will was full. Well, I heard they had two analysts. Well, hey, man, that two analysts ain't got the job done. She just they got out of leave. court and got poor old Joe Exotic locked up in jail. Man. You know, he's locked up, and now they're rewarding her vehicles. What is he in jail for? Man? For the murder to hire plot. He, he what murdered? See, I haven't watched the show, man. It puts it, me man. Well, you're probably the only person, so yeah, so that's why disadvantage because I'm I'm pretty up to date on. Oh, yeah, so I'm not. Well, okay, let's go ahead. You want to jump into a backstory? Well, let me. Well, might as well, well, man. Give me a little in the backyard, right? Yeah, give me a little, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> me a so, little okay. bit of context right. to go with. So, Joe Exotic. Right? We'll, we'll we'll shoot through this. Joe Exotic, bread. Tigers, from you know what I get, you know. Of course, they deny these cruel things they were doing. Well, they're going to, all right. But anyway, he's breeding tigers, taking tiger cubs to malls, and I'm assuming because they was going on for a long like time. Malls, like people like yeah, Nike, Mall like of that. America. Are shit. you fucking kidding me? And people was paying to pet them and get their pictures taken. Well, Carol Baskin's like, fuck that. That's cruel, you know. And she had somebody that did it. She dedicated and paid a full salary. To follow Joe Exotic around the country and stop him from showing getting into these, these malls. Showing these tigers. Was telling these malls, like, you know, this is wrong. You're wrong for doing it. And that was Joe. That was how Joe Exotic, he was, he, he was a magician and a tiger. So he was a damn one-man circus. Yeah, pretty much, man. He would show he up in your best, hometown mall. best fucking animal from the circus. You're damn right. Instead of uh, pulling bunnies out of his hat, he'd pull tigers out of his ass. Tiger Sweet. cubs. Yeah. Right. Son, and then, <laughs> so anyway, this happens and then, you know. So Joe Exotic, <laughs> man, you know, shout out to that dude, for real. He was ahead of this podcast YouTube stuff, man. He'd been putting, he had his own studio on his, in his on his compound. I'll call it a compound. The zoo. Yeah. But it was a compound. Right. Uh, he had his own studio, man. He was putting stuff on the internet. Episodes. Episodic episodes. You know, seasons worth of stuff. Shit, man. Yeah, man. Way before, even before Joe Rogan. I mean, he was doing it. Uh, wasn't nobody watching, of course. Right. Well, nobody knew, knew about that. But, you thing. know, and, and nobody knew how outrageous the guy was going to get. Right. So, anyway, this is going on. This whole time he's bashing her. Bashing her. Carol Baskin is in trouble. And, you know, you can see it. But she's coming after him. He'll say something on one of his episodes, put it on the internet, talking about the bitch should die. You know, he didn't give a damn. He's like, I will shoot you, bitch. <laughs> There's videos. He's like, you come, damn, up, come over here and try to take the shit you sue me for, and I will shoot you, bitch. Oh, I don't, he doesn't give a fuck. Man. Oh, man. So anyway, this is going on this whole time. They're going back for for years. Man. And, you know, I think, I think Carol Baskin's thing is that she just wants to own every tiger in the world. That was the thing she wanted. Like that's what she she's don't about. want nobody. Yeah, man. She don't want nobody else to have something that she has. And she's, yeah. and she's a weirdo. Anybody that greets people, hello, cats and kittens. You're a cool. psychopath. Cats and kittens. Now, yeah. I have heard okay, that see, shit. They're see, making damn shirts and stuff. You're a psychopath. And I've seen pictures of this. We're human. <laughs> we are human <laughs> people. You don't call us cats and kittens. Cool. We are human. Cats and yeah, kittens. Yeah, no, because half of us aren't even cool humans. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, half of us don't even have that. Oh, so how could we be cool of anything? We don't even know what it's like to be a feline. Well, you know, we don't know. 
That's crazy. But anyway, so uh, so then Joe starts getting in trouble, man. He starts losing money because she's suing. Right. And instead of giving up his assets and paying her, he decides, I'll burn this shit for Carol Baskin gets it. So, like, is all this on the documentary? Yeah, dude. They're videoing all this yeah, shit. Yeah, man, it's a meth-fueled, crazy shit. Like, how do they time. get away with that shit? Well, because, like, man, this year. dude this dude was documenting it for right. years, man. He was documenting it for years before he put it out. It just all escalated. Right. But anyway, so then Joe gets in trouble, man. He's taking his zoo and he's signing his mama's name. He's signing his uncle's name. He's signing anybody's name that'll take it to get him out of the lawsuit so he don't lose it. So it's swapping hands. Well, he meets around and fucks up meets this guy, Jeff Love. I'm sure you've seen pictures of the, yeah. the dwarf of affliction. Thug? Is that he's, the thug yeah. older man? That's right, man. Yeah. The dwarf of affliction, son. And, you know, he just does his thing. He comes in there and, you know, this guy's a fucking creep. He's a creep anyway. Him and his hot wife. Yeah. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah. And he's like 57. <laughs> they take these tiger cubs to Las Vegas hotels and they set up and they fucking meet women. And, or men. I'm not sure if they went both ways, but right. they would meet both. <laughs> they would be like, you want to come pet this tiger cub? Somehow they'd get them up there. And Jeff Lowe would, you know. They, Put it on. Yeah, boy. They'd, they'd swing a little bit. Swing for the fences. Hit home runs. Right. Because they have tigers. Like these tigers. You know, that's like Joe Exotic, man. Uh, Joe Exotic, man, he he had somehow managed to talk two straight men. Have you be one of them had no teeth, so he didn't have many options. Uh, but he looks good now. Have you seen his new grill? No. He got them all fixed, pearly whites. Yeah, well, hell, I don't blame him. He's but then you have the guy who committed now. suicide now. You know, and basically due to probably all the crystal meth that was going on. Uh, you know, I'm sure there was a lot. Yeah. Was a lot. Anyway, let's, let's, let's try to speed through the rest of this. So anyway, Joe Exotic somehow uh, talks to Jeff Lowe, uh, talks him into and Jeff Lowe somehow talks Joe Exotic and actually giving him some money to kill Carol Baskin, supposedly. I mean, Joe's been convicted of it, but he still have a, has appeals. He still has a chance to find his way out right. of it. Because, I mean, there is a lot of sketchy shit. And if, if you just watch the document, documentary, there is a lot of sketchy shit. Right. A lot of dark well, ones. all of them. A lot. You know, it's all intertwined. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, everybody had panic. But anyway, so he goes to jail now for 22 years. Somehow, Carol Baskin has managed to spend her fortune from murdering her first husband. Because there's no doubt in my mind, in my mind, she murdered this man. Right. Uh, well, see, I've heard a lot. I've see, I've heard a lot about it, but I haven't watched it personally. Well, so, like, I don't know the context and the backstory. Well, but you I mean, from from what I hear, from what I've it's heard happened. and read on, yeah, that's it's home. It's worth and it's thing. worth. Well, the, the documentary itself is worth it. It's right. worth it. You know, there's nothing better than a gun tote homosexual from Oklahoma. Anyway, with a mullet. Well, I mean, it is what it is. But anyway, right. so you know, they all set him up because you have a guy I can't remember his name, but. He owned a black market lemur. That black market lemur. Let me repeat that one more time. A black market lemur. And he's like, I'll roll on all these bitches. I'm telling on everybody. Joe Exotic euthanizes his cats when they get too big. Or whatever he said. Uh, Jeff Lowe, he was like, hey, Jeff, you think you can help me get Joe? And I was like, he damn right. We can help you. We got you. As long as you can get us all immunity for what we've been involved in. We've got you. We'll help you in every way we can. We'll record everything. We'll make sure Joe goes down. You know, of course, they, and they they, they uh, slightly admit to it in the documentary. Right. Slightly. You know, they, they throw a slight of hands, and it's like, ha-ha. 
Right. You know, because they think it's cool. They think it's cool Damn. what they did to that guy. Yeah. They ruined somebody's life. Yeah, I mean, well, I it might cool. not have been a great life. Well, but. you know, maybe, maybe Jeff Lowe will end up with Corona. <laughs> he and, might. and then it'll be done with. Well, dude, did you hear? Like, speaking of Corona. That Rona hit her, boy. COVID-19 slammer. <laughs> Over in Brazil, they're supposedly they got more cases than we do in America. And they've come up with this hug tunnel, though. It's this plastic tunnel that you go in with a sh- plastic sheet, man. It's got armholes where you can hug each other. Yeah. The hug tunnel. I saw a picture of it. Dude, the hug tunnel, man. I, did, I didn't read. Didn't read too into it, but I saw a picture, and they had Walmart bags. <laughs> you know, that, that's I mean, what they were doing. On. Like, I mean, you got more cases supposedly than the U.S. sitting at a million, and I'm pretty sure I'm not 100, percent but I'm pretty sure we got more than that. Nah, I'm positive. Like, we got more than a million, and they're over here saying that fucking Brazil's got dang uh, the world's worst country on the planet with COVID right now, but they got hug tunnels that they've concocted. Like so said, people can touch with so people can hug that. <laughs> you know, there's no wonder. There's no wonder I mean, that you fucking. I don't understand it, man. Like it's a fucking hug tunnel. Yeah, man. Boy, come <laughs> hug your kin. Yeah, now come over here and just hang out with your grandparents with a Walmart bag on your head, son. Give them a hug. Let them know you Put love them. And you're wall. still going to give them Corona. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, this plastic, it, it's airborne. It's I don't here. understand. It's, not, it's coming through anyway. I don't get it. Uh, it don't make any sense. <laughs> so, dude. Like, you're the worst on the planet. According, this is from CNN News. This right. is coming straight from CNN yeah, News. This is our source. Like, CNN. you know, yeah. This is coming straight from CNN News, man. Like, you can look it up right now. Like, and fuck Go everybody. Google it, everyone. And they're saying Brazil is worse than the U.S. in COVID-19 cases. And right below it, man, like two articles down, you find fucking Brazil Care Center creates fucking hug tunnels. Let me get that hug tunnel here. <laughs> I'm telling you, Let dog. Let me get that hug tunnel. I'm not slipping your connect. You know? <laughs> get just in don't that, make that. no sense, man. <laughs> but, okay. I just don't get it. But obviously, if they're if they're on the rise, I don't think they've passed us yet. They're probably looking at numbers and they're inflating it, possibly. Yeah. Let's not call it out and say that, but possibly they're saying if they keep this rate up, they will eventually surpass the United States in combined cases. that's possible. Right. I mean, that's But if you're building hub tunnels so people can still touch during this pandemic, what do you expect to happen with the numbers? Like, what do they do after somebody hugs? Do they go swap out bags? Well, no. Like, how does that work? Because, I mean, that's just, I mean, if if you go hug somebody and your hands are in that thing, and then I come in, what do you got, lines? Well, who are they trying to protect? It's in the elder home, right? Yeah, so Okay, like so, you know, they're like, whatever. They probably ain't change them because whoever's That's inside, what I'm saying, possibly. You just fucking like if yeah. you what are you single file line out yeah. in front of the nurse? Hey, my, my, my grandmother's, yeah. you know, Betsy Carter. I just want to see her. Yeah, and I'm gonna love on it. Right. Yeah, and then the guy behind you's like, hurry the fuck up! It's my turn. Yeah, I'm here for Betty hey, Joe's on Jensen. <laughs> yeah, get and Betty Joe's out house out here right now. Yeah. Put her in the bags out, motherfucker. But you know, you're all it's all there, man. So if you're walking up to this big. I'm assuming it was a big plastic. It's probably tarp. like a quarantine tent. Yeah, I'm okay. assuming. But a plastic seat. That you, you know, like an army, like 
Surplus. One of them long ones. You know what I'm talking about? Something a, a mass yeah. shooter would have. <laughs> yeah. Like, that what you're saying? Some, some weird some guy with an AK-47. aliens in the yeah. fucking back bunker under his Has years of stock yeah. supplied yeah. in his back. Up under his fucking bunker. <laughs> tent. Yeah. Thing. And that is a room. Well, there, you know, there's no way, man, they're going to stop it if they're even, if people are even out doing it. You know I mean? Of course, we live in the United States where... Thankfully, things are opening back up. Yeah. And, you know, where everything... You know, I never stopped. Well, well of course. Yeah. Why? Thank I mean, God, you know. I mean, thank I God, am thankful you know, for that. I am you know, thankful. Thank, you know, thank that good man up above for that one. But, you know, me, unfortunately, my job was, you know, they had to temporarily lay me off. But guess what? You know, I, I was getting paid. They paid me. So, you know, thank you to my job as well. But, you know, you can't expect if you're on quarantine, and I'm assuming... I don't really know. If their cases are rising like that, they're, they're probably quarantined. They should be, right. if they are. But if you're not, you can't. Of course, they're on the rise if you're out there. Yeah, I mean. Because if, if they're, they're out there going and hugging people in a hug tunnel, they're out there interacting with other people outside of the hug tunnel. Yeah. Like, dude, you ain't stopping shit. You know, they're, pro- they're probably congregating rise, so. at the hug. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, when, when, when's your time allotted slot? Yeah, man. Like, dog, oh, yeah, cool. I got 30 minutes. We'll go over here out. across the street. Well, I got a cigarette. We'll share Hell, or something. Yeah. You know, there's we'll a McDonald's a few, you know, a few miles down the road. We're in Brazil, dog. Ain't no McDonald's. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I, don't I know. never <laughs> been to fucking Brazil. <laughs> the fuck? I ain't ever <laughs> been to a tropic <laughs> anything. <laughs> Closest thing I've ever been to tropics when I watched Tropic Thunder. <laughs> the fuck you talking about, man? <laughs> so, you know, that's the closest tropic I've ever been. Yeah, dog. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe know, a Capri man. Sun. Yeah, Pretty there you tropic. Go. That's tropic. Pacific cooler in this Yeah, world, man. Get that Hawaiian punch <laughs> orange ocean. They got a mountain cooler now. It's pretty damn good. Ooh, it's pretty good. All right, man. Well, fuck, man. Let's go on and get into something else I want to talk about. Speaking of Corona and everyday life in the U.S., man, this, this I take responsibility. You've seen it, man. I've seen it, but I don't. I'm not even pay I, much attention. Yeah, to it. I didn't. I don't really get it uh, myself. I don't know the context behind it. I don't. Very out of the loop. Yeah, me, me uh, as well. But you know, I, I, I support the fact that we want to end racism. I love it. You know, well, yeah, there's no place for it. And this is coming from somebody, that, you know, we, I grew up in the sticks of Alabama. You know, there's yeah. no place for racism in the world. But anyway, back to that, I take responsibility. It's not, it's not the racism. It's just, I, I want to, I feel like these people have been insensitive to the situation already. Because there's only a select few that have decided to speak out and say this, right? They take responsibility for not saying things before, or they've said things that, they want to take back. And, you know, you can't tread that fucking line right. of believing in one thing and then scared for your career on the other hand. And this is, this is big. Right. We're in the corona times. It's an awful thing what's going on in the world with George Floyd. It's awful. But you people yeah. are taking time out of your day. Well, this has you know, nothing up your alley. You just want to speak out so you don't lose some kind of fan base. Well, see, I just don't understand it. I mean, yes, it is horrible what happened. That man, right? Like, it is. Of course, it, it is. You know, but the police have been have running rampant for way longer. Twenty-eight than years of my life. life. Yeah, man. That's I mean, what they've been doing. They've been in, right. and they, you know, that's what they do. That's what they're trained to do. Well, nowadays, it's man, shit. there's too many video cameras. Dude. Well, you know, that's I their mean, fault. Yeah, I mean, it is. It's. T- I mean, if they're not, stupid not enough to, like, to act out 
in front of a camera, they yeah. should get their fucking uh, jobs I took. Mean, they, they should they go shouldn't work. act out to begin with. Well, yeah, but, you know, of course like, you get that uh, badge, man. Power makes you crazy. It does. Power I believe makes you that. crazy. I believe that. It makes you feel unstoppable. I believe that. Why? You know, I mean, I just don't understand, like, I just don't get it. Because, I mean, like, if he's sitting there telling you his first job, first of all, Protect you're a cop, you and protect serve. and serve. Yeah, exactly. No. You're yes. supposed to take an oath when you go into that academy to protect and serve. Right. Not fucking come out here and fucking kill and fucking be like, well, he was threatening. No, he fucking wasn't. He was, you know what he got died from? Fraud checks. Fraudulent checks. See, I don't now. Now this is something I don't. I don't know. I haven't up to it. I just. Right. Know, I just know there's. I mean, I've just read name. an article. Okay. Yeah, he stood on that guy's neck. He sat on that guy's neck. Can you tell me where that article's from? Look it up. I can look it up. Look it up for us. Right, let's go ahead. I'll, 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 I'll just give up. you what I'm right. saying right real you quick while you're looking that look up. up. When when I heard about it, and I saw I saw the video, and of course when you see the video, there's no context behind it. It's just that poor man. You know, after you know, after three minutes on his neck, man, I don't believe him. Could have been a threat. Yeah, I mean, there was you know, no like threat minutes. to his life, yeah. right? I don't feel like there was no threat. There was no immediate harm, man, because it was one guy, five cops, and it's just okay. So what are we doing? What are we doing here? Is this is this really necessary? You know, eight minutes, right? Eight minutes, nine, nine. nine so I mean, I want to make sure I get all this right when I talk about it. Nine minutes on the man's neck. You know, so if you've got that long on his neck to suffocate him, how long did he quit trying to fight back? If he was, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't know what happened. You know, I just know they yeah. killed this man. Died while being arrested for a This is the Wikipedia. Okay. This is coming straight from Wikipedia. Okay, well, you know, I mean, so, I mean, Wikipedia I don't know how. Little testy. I mean, People can get on there, but I mean, I'm not saying he died from, he died from negligent money, acts. Counterfeit money to buy cigarettes Are you is what it says. Serious? He died while being arrested for allegedly using counterfeit money to buy cigarettes. So we have to take this man who just wanted a pack of cigarettes. Yes. He just wanted a pack of smokes. So, I mean, and you were right. It's so, nearly eight minutes. Okay. Right. So you were um, right. According okay. to Wikipedia. All right. So anyway. It's all coming from Wikipedia. Was it, it was a check for cigarettes? Counterfeit money to buy cigarettes. Oh, my God. So you mean to tell me we're going to take this man who had probably a five and a real one. Not saying that's <laughs> what he had, but I'm assuming, man, if it was just for cigarettes, right? It was, was probably small change. Yeah, you're probably Okay, right. we're talking about chump change. A couple bucks. That, you know. I would imagine. That I, mean, the, I don't know, but I would imagine. That the treasury like that. would probably pay you. What it's worth to get it off the street. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. you know, anyway, this man is black in America, first off. Which is which fucked. we don't in, know. I don't understand, which, but don't, I know it's we fucked. Don't get it. yeah. I know it's fucked. I know it ain't right. But he's a black man in America. All he wants is a fucking pack of smokes, man. Cigarettes. Six bucks. I don't know how much they are. In, <laughs> well, they're probably like ten. Where's he uh, from? North. I don't know. Let's see. Uh, well, let me say this. I, want to say, I don't know how much they are in what state. Uh, he died in Minneapolis. Of. Minneapolis, so Minnesota. 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 Minnesota for sure. Up there with them bikes. It's probably ten, ten dollars a pack, probably. Okay, so he so might have had one bill. You know, you know what I'm he could have had a twenty. Whoopty fuck, man! Right. You take the dude's fucking money and you send him on his way. Right. He was not harming nobody. Nobody should have a criminal charge for fraudulent dollar bills. 
I'm sorry, especially not when you you living in this world we live in. It's a hardship. It's hard to live, man. And all you want some cigarettes. I don't know. I don't know what his background is, man. But I know me personally, being a felon in this great state of Alabama and in this country. So catch twenty two, man. Yeah. Once you make that decision, that one time in your life, in this country, one time, and that decision's made, and you're stuck. And it will be held against you for the rest of your See, life. See, I've never been, I ain't, no, you know, I'm not, I've not been down that Thank road, Jesus, thankfully. Man. Yes, Thank thankfully. Jesus. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't have that prior experience. No, you're praising, but, you know, you know it happened. And I don't know about George. I don't know him. I don't know him personally. I don't know what he'd done, what he'd been through in his life. I do know one of the greatest basketball players I've ever seen play the game was a great friend of Stephen Jackson. Great friend. He said some stuff. I missed a little bit of the video. It's sad what happened, but. A pack of smokes and a twenty dollar. We're gonna say a twenty dollar bill. I don't know yeah. that speculation. We're gonna say a twenty dollar fraudulent bill. Yeah. Uh, and we take this man. I, I'm, I'm sure the video I saw, man, there was at least five cops. Sand. I know there was. I know there was one holding two of them got. Two of them got. No, one of them got released on bail. That's the one that killed him. I'm oh, no, there was another. Dead. Oh no, that was in another case. I don't, I don't want to get into that. Let's stay on where we're at. George Floyd, you know, either way, $20 fraudulent bill, man. In either way, if he was like, nah, fuck this. Even if he was like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going to run. You know, after they subdued him, three minutes on the fucking dude's neck, which he shouldn't have been on his neck in the first place. Yeah. They shouldn't be trained that in the academy to put their knees in. Because well, the video I've seen, he's already in handcuffs. You know, he's on the damn ground, done, right. done detained. Right, that's you what know I'm what saying? I'm saying. Like he's and he's just dude's just sitting on his neck. Right, so uh, you shouldn't be on his neck in the first place. Let's let's make that clear. That yeah. should not be a training technique. No. You treat train somebody to do. No. You train to disarm. I don't think you're trained to do. That. You're not. I don't think. Well, no, no, I'm not. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to it, but you know, and I can say it to you because you really understand. I'm sorry, viewers. Well, we might get to this in a later date in this podcast, but you know, and I know the training that that method comes. from, is meant to subdue your opponent, mm-hmm. you know. And they and then the police, the police in general, have taken these sacred martial arts men and they turned them into complete violent weapons. Uh, but you know, anyway, you know, three. You shouldn't be on his neck. And if you're, if you was on his fucking neck, man. You know, after a certain amount of time, dude, he had to quit. Eight, I mean, eight minutes is a long fucking time. Eight minutes is a long time. That's, I mean, that's And when the man's screaming, you know, I can't breathe. Hello. I mean, he's sitting there telling me. Help, you know, he was plainly asking for help. And, I mean. I mean, Jesus. Know. Over over a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. The let, let's get, let's, the let's get down to it. Money. So this comes down to, man, that. No, they apparently they do put you know they do teach them to kill on sight, and you know, this is make this is coming from somebody who doesn't understand what you know the African American community is going through because I'm a white man in America and I could never understand. Yeah, and I could never I could never really speak on it with much emphasis. <laughs> I don't understand, but what I do know is that they helped build this country. They did. You know, reluctantly, of course. Yeah. They helped build this country. They deserve every bit of respect they should deserve. But come on, we shouldn't be teaching people to kill people no. because they're scared. It's By fear. No means. More no. than anything, yeah. it's fear. Yeah, I agree and with that. 
if, right. if you can if, if you can go to sleep at night, especially being someone who swore to protect and serve the people in your community, excuse me, <coughs> the people in your community, you shouldn't have that resentment and hatred in your heart. And if you right. don't like where you live, if you're scared of urban communities, right. You know, move to Montana a bit. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, if you live in Los, Alabama, if you <laughs> live in Los Angeles, if you live in Atlanta, DC, New York, and you've been trained there, and being in that neighborhood scares you so much that you have to resort to violence to protect it, you shouldn't be there. You could probably go two hours up north into Maine if you live in New York, or two hours up north to Washington State. You live in California. Yeah, you go up there and you know police the backwoods, and you know, and I think that's another thing, man. Is, and I believe that's that's this is where we could meet with the African American community, man, with the police. You know, let's take out all these people that don't belong there. These right. white men who don't want to be there, who don't belong there. Right. And you know, we take better out from and we and we much. start letting we start letting the black community police themselves. We take you take them under their own militia in a way. You sanction that as the government. Let them know we're behind you. Right. We want you as African Americans to grow. Right. We're, you take. We're going to train these young men in your neighborhood that you grew up with right. to police your neighborhood. Right. So that way, man, there's no misconception. Hey, yeah, man, that's that's, good. that's little Jerome that I grew up with, man. He ain't trying to kill me. He's just trying to make sure we safe. Yeah. He ain't doing no drugs or exactly, shit, man. Right. You know, and he he wants to be there, man. That's where he grew up. That's where he lived. He loved the people in his neighborhood. But you bring out Billy Bob from fucking two miles down the road, yeah. down to, you know, wherever, where he don't belong, man. Of course he's uncomfortable. Right. Of course he's going to feel like violence is necessary. Right. So what, what can you expect from people that right. do that? You can't What's, expect nothing from them but to believe in the dark arts and give it to you, <laughs> son. Well, let's take a short break, and we'll be right back. Oh, Thank you guys topic. for being here, boy. All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Backyard gonna get some bull spit man thank you for sitting through that small small advertisement break and you know we're gonna get into something a little lighter you know than the, the tragedy of george floyd we're gonna get into this fight island that dana white's been shoving down our throat <laughs> you know get in now let's talk about hitting somebody in the face <laughs> you know all this controversy going around the ufc you know i understand ed you know you're not you know, you're not huge into it. You don't really understand, but uh, let's give you a little backstory on what's going on. And give you. So here we go. We got this Kamaru Usman Burns fight coming up. And, you know, we're not going to deny that Kamaru Usman is a fantastic athlete. He is. Right. He's a specimen. Right. Uh, but he's scared of Jorge Masvidal. Right. And uh, <laughs> he gets, you know, so they got start the negotiation. And, this, of course, comes at the end of everything after Masvidal had this massive year. Took right. out Wonderboy. Took out Till. Put Askren in his place. <laughs> you know, and then took on possibly one of the most gangsterous dudes <laughs> in the entire UFC. The man with the famous, famous Stockton slap. Dude that slaps you in the octagon. That's a bad dude. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. can imagine. Dude. And Masvidal worked. We're talking about Nate Diaz, the guy that put McGregor on the mat and whooped his ass once. Yeah, no, we can't once. deny how great McGregor is, of course. Right. But Ma Nate no, Diaz but showed everybody why he's that him. dude. Yeah. 
I get you. I get yeah, you. Know, I, anyway, and you, then we're talking about Mazel Dog. We're talking about a guy that comes from the streets, the backyard, putting it down with his bare fist with the motherfucking Kimbo slice himself. Right. You know, of course, how how bad did you have to be to get in the backyard with that guy? Or even be near him. I wouldn't want to In Miami. Imagine, <laughs> I wouldn't want to Imagine, just think of how big Kimbo Slice was in Miami. Mm-hmm. Hometown dude knocking people out at both yards. Mm-hmm. Get it. <laughs> <laughs> About that one. Yeah. And he brings in this scrappy little Cuban guy, Jorge. But anyway, let's get to it. Jorge, he works his ass off last year. Four, I think it was four fights last year. It might have been three, and one was at the end of 2018. I'm not... I think. I was either four last year or three last year and one at the end. Right, and right. That was the Wonder Boy fight. Right. It went Wonder Boy, Teal, Askren, Nate. So you right. think of that. And you know, at the time, Askren was undefeated. Wrestling God. Yeah. Talked a lot of trash. Right. And he, in, you know, 14 seconds, and Moscow said, meet my knee. <laughs> Put him to sleep. <laughs> Stiffed him like a boy. Dude probably still can't talk. Damn, He's man. probably still sipping through a straw <laughs> And, you know, puts it on him. And then, you know, comes after And Nate Diaz called him. He's like, you, you know, we, we'll see. Dana White's like, we're going to promote it. We're going to let The Rock present the belt. Dwayne, the most electrifying man in sports entertainment, Johnson. <laughs> Give him the belt, son. Smell Can you smell what The Rock <laughs> is doing at the UFC, fight, son? <laughs> so, anyway. Out. And he puts him to work, man. And, you know, Nate has this, and Nate Diaz, man, every fight, if you watch, if you, you know, prominent watcher of the UFC, like I am, that, you know, Nate Diaz has this same cut, man, that opens up under his left or right, left eye, right eye, right eye, right up under his cheekbone, man. Or he has on this, this time, it's either right under his cheekbone here, or it splits on the top. And split the top this time, you know, three inches wide, man. He, Masvidal put him to work, and we have to give that man his due because Masvidal's that guy. <laughs> He's that dude. So Kamaru Usman says, okay, it's time. And they, they hate each other. Right. Super Bowl week, man, they tried to fight on Media Road. Damn. At the Super Bowl. Shit, dude. Yeah. What about it? Yeah. Well, Jorge Masvidal, let's get it like this. Jorge Masvidal, he talks that shit, but he's the dude that'll talk it meet you somewhere outside the octagon and handle it. You know, all these guys, they're great athletes, yeah, but it's its kind of like professional wrestling. They got that niche. You know, yeah, they, they, play, they play that heel. Yeah. yeah. They, they play it. That they show, put, yeah, yeah, they put it on so people buy into it. Because whether you love somebody or you hate them, if you hate somebody, you're still going to tune in because you want somebody to kick his ass. his ass. Yeah. So, of course, man. Yeah, for sure. Why do you think the WWE still probably, you know, some of the greatest. Yeah, they're TV. falling off, though. Well, of course they are. Let's not get that's a different topic for a yeah. different day. Because you know, episode. you know my love for them. Yeah, yeah, I know, and I like it too. I'm not saying so, I don't. Man. But you know, so they have this hill, and, and Kamaru Usman, he's a he's a gibbering dude, man. Nah, he likes to run that mile. Yeah, man. and Jorge Masvidal, he'll run it, man. But he's a dude that you meet out. <laughs> you know, you're out getting a burger. <laughs> he's about to pull up. On you know, him. and he just so happens to want the same burger you're enjoying. He's going to probably come up and kick your ass. <laughs> Take your burger and eat Maybe it as you fucking say. That's the type of dude you can yeah. see it in his eyes. Right, right. They call him Street Jesus. Right. So you know he's laying out punishment to douchebags on the street. <laughs> you know, that's, that's, you don't get called Street Jesus unless you're laying rats down. 
So anyway, these negotiations start. I don't know who it was. Who who's really disputing the money? Jorge Masvidal wants out of his car. He wants. He's like, you know, just release me now. I want out. I'm done. I'm fed up. I, I want out. You're not paying enough money. I don't know if it was Usman that was like, well, but let's be honest, man. Jorge Masvidal is the draw. Right. That's the money. That's what everybody wants to see, man. They're not there to see Kamaro who's yeah. right. the last time I saw him fight, the last time I saw him fight was uh let's see here. I know his name, because of course I do. Uh Colby Covington. And we're talking about probably the the one guy in the UFC who has embodied what I would imagine Hollywood Hulk Hogan was in the night. <laughs> Loud mouth brash. Everybody hates him. He wears a MAGA hat. You know what I mean? So you see where I'm going with it. Probably the greatest heel. Yeah, brother. But he's, you know, he's doing his thing. He said, okay, man, this is my niche. I'm going to run with it. And it's working. Right. Because, you know, he, he's got in there. And he got in there with Kamar Usman. And he broke, Kamar Usman broke his jaw. Right. In the fight, like I think in the second round for the bell. And Kobe stayed until right. he just couldn't take no more punishment. Right. You hit getting a j- broken jaw a couple of times. You you you're going to sleep. You're not feeling good. You're going to sleep. You're not feeling. You're done. You're going to sleep. Excuse me. Right. Excuse me again. You know it's not it's not a good day. Yeah, it's not sure. a good day in the you octagon for him. But he stayed. But anyway, Kobe Cobb has become the greatest heel in UFC history, better than Chael Sonnen, who was a fantastic shit talker. Right. You know, you know, Conor McGregor, man, he's not a heel, man. He's the stone cold of it all. Right. The anti-hero. You know, he'll throw a fucking, he'll throw a car through your bus window. So we're fighting outside. He will throw a car through your bus window, motherfucker. What you going to do about it? Meet me in the cage. (laughs) We'll meet outside the cage. But anyway, back to fight out. So it should have been Usman Burns. It should have been Usman Masvidal. But somehow contracts, it all broke up the UFC, man. And, and this started a shit show for them. Of course, with Corona, man, they're the only sport going at it besides Korean baseball and NASCAR. And I love NASCAR. I like to watch it. Uh, but I'm not, I'm not, you know, doing like I do with the UFC. I'm not going to Dave and Buster's or I'm not spending $60 on a pay-per-view. For the UFC, that's what I do. Yeah. I go out of my way. To watch these guys because it's a fantastic sport and I have a deep passion and love for it. Right. Uh, but well, it should have been. It's easy to watch. Well, it's not necessarily easy to watch, but it's fun to watch. Man, it is. It, it, right. oh, it, it is. Oh, it's exciting. Right, man, it is. You know, you get to about it. You come, come for the knockouts, man. You know, when, you when you're watching, man, you're like, okay, I want to see somebody get knocked out. Hey, if you watch the last UFC 250, you're right. talking about it was a bomb show, show boy. That boy, that that motherfucking boy, Sugar Sean O'Malley, son. That's the he dude. Was, you know, he was he was on a uh, fucking Theo Vaughn. Yeah, shout boy. out to Theo Vaughn. Yeah, well, this yeah. past weekend. Son. Yeah, yeah. He get you on them gray block hitters because <laughs> that's that guy. Got it. That's <laughs> it, boy. You know, he put on that show, man. knocked him out, put him to sleep. Eddie Wine, former Strike Force champion, I believe. Right. I believe he was a former strike. Right. You can look that up. That's for me another quick. Yeah, make sure I'm not. Uh, former strike force champion. He's older up in that age, man. We're talking about a 25 year old kid. Hadn't even hit his prime yet. He still got three years before he starts to reach his peak right. fitness. 28, 33, maybe 35 for some. What was his name? Eddie Wine. Uh, w I N E, I think. 
Yeah, that's him right there. Uh, Former strike force champion, I believe. Uh, let's see here. Hang on one second, folks. But anyway, yeah, former, former, whatever. But Sean O'Malley puts him out, man, with this technical strike, and he faints with his right and comes across with this, just the cleanest, the cleanest left straight. I, I, I don't call it a hook, man, because it was straight to his chin. Right. Put him to sleep, man. Right. Dotted him up, crossed him out, just technical. But then later that night, you have that Sean O'Malley hitter, dude. Put the sugar show on. He drops it. Eddie Wineland, former Strike Force champion. I believe I'm going to keep saying that till my cohort here figures it out for me so I know that I'm right and I can move I'm on trying, from it and I'm shut trying. up. But later that night, former uh, Bantamweight champion, Cody Garber, who had been knocked out, man, his last three fights. Not smooth out in his last three fights, man. He lost the belt. The three fights, he lost the belt, chinned him. Fight, fight after that, got chinned. Fight after that, got chinned. Comes back, man, and hits this dude. I can't think of the guy's name, but he dips, man. He dips to Satan's lair. If I've ever seen somebody dip that far. He was world extreme cage fighting. WBC Phantom Witch. My bad strike force. You probably don't deserve someone like Eddie Wineland. Anyway. Anyway. So that's what he was. So, WEC champion. Sugar Sean O'Malley puts him out with the prettiest left hand I've ever seen. Later the night, former Bantamweight champion Cody Garbrandt puts it down, man. Like I said, he dips from his knees to Satan's lair. Right. Comes back up with the meanest just – it wasn't a hook. It wasn't a straight. It was just an atomic fucking bomb. <laughs> dips down to hell. Comes up. And when he comes up, he's still right back to Mississippi. A smash. I, look, man, I was in a Twin Peaks in Pensacola, Florida, watching. And everybody in the bar was like, oh, it scared my wife. Everybody was so loud, it scared my wife. She jumped. It was so loud. And this dude that Cody hit, man, it was a banger. And dude couldn't even remember where he was at. They set him up on the chair, and he fell on the ground again. So if you you know if you come for the knockouts, man, you saw some shit. You saw a few you saw a few submissions in the first round. You saw you know you saw some good fights, right? But you know you come for the knockouts and you but you come for those four round three rounders, those yeah, five rounders, those, good ones. those good guys are just ones. banging them out. So you know there's a passion there and I love it. But fight on Masvidal Usman should have been the fight. One of them wasn't feeling they were being compensated, which I'm assuming was Masvidal because he's the one that's like I went out of my contract. But Masvidal's right. Kamaru Usman is the champion. He is the champion. He is. Yeah. He has the belt. He he worked his way there. He deserves it, whatever. But let's be real, man. The money, you know, did you hear them about Kamaru Usman mm -hmm. last year? You know who Jorge Masvidal is, mm -hmm. right? And you don't. You don't? Mm -hmm. Oh, well. Either way, sorry about that. <laughs> trying to push that on me. <laughs> I don't know but, shit, man. But anyway. <laughs> You know, Maslow was the fighter of the year last year. So the right. people in the fight world is like, he's the guy. People are going to pay money to see Game Bread fight. Right. That's what they want. And they definitely want the Usman Maslow fight because they hate each other. Yeah. But we're not going to get it right now. We're probably going to get Masvidal and Burns after, 
you know, Usman runs some more and gets back to it. But we're going to get back to Fight Island because we've spent a long time on this. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, get to Fight Island. We're going to be in Abu Dhabi. It's going to be wild. But, you know, I, I don't understand. I want, I want to know how USADA's handling it. You know, how I wonder they, how they're going about it. Yeah, yeah I, I want. I want to know how the doping's like, going to be controlled. Up. Yeah, I mean, I want. I want to know like. Not saying these guys dope, but considering we're it's during a pandemic, we're in you're Abu Dhabi. Trying to get your own island to fight. Well, they have it. No, it's it, they have it. It's Yas Island uh, in Abu Dhabi. So they have their own island. Island. Yeah. Keyword there. Island. Mm-hmm. To fight. And it's just going to be UFC fighters, though. Yeah. Like, I mean, I just don't understand. You're right. How they're going to control the doping? How they're going to control the, the bullshit talking? Yeah. Exactly. Because I can guarantee you, like, if I see you a little fixing a fight, I'm going to move your ass before them. Why? Yeah, I mean, because straight up, shit you're talking like, wow, yeah. we're on a fucking island. Yeah, we're on a fucking island in mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi. Like, yeah, what the fuck can you do, man? Mm-hmm. I, and I hope I'm sure they have something set up where you saw to stop the doping, but we haven't heard nothing about it. Right. And I mean, is it going to be a problem? We don't know. Are they go- they're going to fight outside? Right. You know, is in it going to be desert? Like, in the desert? Hell, is it a, a desert? Is it, it Abu Dhabi? Is the desert? Like, it's an island, though. Huh? I mean, it could be a damn jungle yeah, island. Could, yeah, it could be, man. It, it could be. fucking fighting in the jungle for yeah, all you know. But, you know, speaking of fighting, let's get into it, man. Fight Island, I hope it's going to be great. We definitely done wrong by not giving Masvidal the money he deserves. Right. Me as a fan. For somebody who pays for the pay-per-views right. and someone who cares, yeah. someone out here who doesn't get listened to yeah. when it comes to that stuff, I'm saying it now to the world. We made a mistake not giving us Masvidal, Usman, on that island. I mean, that's such a big deal. Yeah. Like, you know, we're, I'm sure that is a, like fucking, a UFC. We're talking about fucking, five islands, son. Huh? I mean, not even just five islands. I'm just talking like, you know, that whole controversy between them two. I'm sure that's a big, oh, that's a buzz in the UFC crowd, I'm sure. You know, but let's, you mean, know, speaking you know, of fights, man, let's get let's into a backyard altercation. Oh, God, let's get into the backyard. You know, let's get into this altercation. If we got some beef, this is where we throw it on the grill in the yeah, backyard, son. Right. This is that backyard altercation banger. This is Xbox and PlayStation. It's a simple one for the first episode. You know, we'll get more and more in tune with what we want to talk this about as far as what we want to altercate about. Correct. So Correct. let's go ahead and get into it. Xbox, PlayStation. Same shit, different. Same things. specs. Different. Xbox got a little bit more memory. I'll give them that. They both got custom GPUs. I mean, come on, dude. Come it's on. Got, dude. The Xbox has got a terabyte. The PlayStation's got 825 gigs. I mean, come on, dude. Okay. It's a 175 gig difference. So, I mean, really, it's not nothing. Three games. Big That's life. three big games. That's three big games. Big and games. Now, and then now some to save some music afterwards. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. If you want to go there, that's fine. Right, though. Right. It's all, to me, it's personal preference. It's all personal preference. Yeah, they have that. the same. They're going to cost the same. Yeah. They're pretty much going to have the same games. It's which exclusives do you want to invest money in? Well, of course, man. But, you know, I mean, let's be honest. Last year, man, PlayStation run off of those exclusives. I believe you're right. They did. I feel, I feel like, a, I feel like Xbox man has fell off. Man. Well, of I did. Like, and I don't feel like this new Wi-Fi tower-looking console. What are you talking about? That Alexa? Yeah. That you talking about that white <laughs> Alexa in your house? You know the what, what we already wifey. have. They got a Wi-Fi. I believe. Ooh. Right. Ooh. So we have an actual Alexa. Right. Yeah. So I mean, like, <laughs> are you going with the PlayStation? You know, I mean, it's that, the same thing, but it's so they, they took, pretty. T- I mean. 
looks wise, you're absolutely right. It is I think so the PlayStation rude. destroys. I mean, we're the in 2020. Xbox we should have a futuristic console. Look, but I mean, come to the controller though. We got an Xbox controller on the PlayStation. They look they almost identical. You yeah. move the D-pad and the it's joystick. A, but That's it, it. Yeah. But do you really you put a touchpad on an Xbox controller? What's wrong with the current controller they have right now? Nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. It's probably the best feeling controller we've ever had for PlayStation. Yeah. And if you can't tell, I'm a PlayStation advocate. Yeah. And I have too. both of them. Don't get me I wrong. Don't. I have two Xbox Ones and a fucking PlayStation. And I'm actually four. looking to buy an Xbox One. Well, I home. have two. You know, and I watch all my shit on oh. Xbox. But when I'm playing a game, I'm on PlayStation. PlayStation. It's the controllers, man. No, that's just the, the nitty gritty, man. We can we can talk about the hardware all day. We can talk about how it looks all day. Yeah. It's all. But how do you feel holding that offset joystick? Honestly, I like the offset joystick better, but I like. I just, I don't know, man. It's just the way it feels in my hand. Well, it feels like a controller. You got that, man. You know, PlayStation has stuck to that controller. It's the same spec. It's just grown fatter. Yeah. It's more Xbox feeling. Yeah. Like, it's just chunky. And I'm going to go, not the new new controllers are nice. I mean, yeah. I like Like I said, I can't, I mean, I'm PlayStation avid, but I can't, you know, I can't, I can't just pick one in this because I have both. Right. You know, right. I'm, I'm oh, neutral territory. Yeah. But pre- you're, like a bias, said, you're a bias person. Right. Like I said, I grew is. up in a house where, man, I got a PlayStation 1, and that's what I had. Well, I had it all. I had the PlayStation. You know, I like Nintendo. I think right. Nintendo's doing great well, the, right now. That Switch Lite, is a, that's a killer right well, there, man. Not even, I mean, the Switch, the fucking new DS they're coming out with. See, I hadn't looked at no DS. But you know, but, it, but that's what it is. That's what that's what the world's gearing to, to man. You, know, you can make more money playing video man. games than you can working thirty. It's going handheld too, man. The world's well, becoming hey, handheld. You're you either PC handheld. master race nowadays, or you're handheld, and that's the way it's going to be, man. Because people don't want to sit at home and play video games anymore. They don't, dude. They just don't. Uh, well, yeah, you're right, know. man. You're right, man. And, and you know, they they all gave it a shot. Only people that had never gave us a handheld. Is Microsoft? We've never had a Microsoft handheld ever. We had the Vita, yeah. and I loved it. I had one. You I had, had a one. portable PlayStation. That's the Vita. I had one. I had no, one. You had a portable PlayStation One. Oh, that's right, man. You that would come with the bag. That's up. right, dude. New We've never had now. that for Xbox. I've never, I've never seen Microsoft give us that. Right. And that's just uh, something you know that it's just different. But you're right. It's, it's all preference. preference. It's preference. You're all. You're right. It's all preference. So that in that in that instance, let's let's ask let me ask you this: When will crossplay just be a thing instead of a an idea? When will it completely be a thing? I think it's working on its way now. Well, yeah, I mean, we got you got what? Uh, what are the games? Smite, Fortnite, Smite, Smite. Uh, you got a uh, Rocket, Duty, that Rocket RC game, Rocket League, Rocket League. That's uh, right. Freaking, uh, you know, Call of Duty. They're all crossplay. That's now. what I'm saying. They're all out there. But then when you get into the crossplay, though, man, that's where your PC master race comes in. Dude, it's much easier to dang use true a mouse that. and click yeah, than it is that. to use joysticks. I mean, you just have better reaction. True that. Man. And I'm so hoping that's what these consoles are. You know, they're, I mean, they're basically computers. And I'm hoping they're, they're making it to where they can at least somewhat hold up. Because right now, man, it is PC. Well, yeah, man, of course. Like, if you're playing against a computer, you're fucked. Yeah. You well, know, you know, yeah, you're right, man. Well, yeah, everything's just so much smoother on computer. It is. Man. And you have everything's more, so much faster. Power. Yeah, right. you yeah. own the you own the battle royale field yeah. with that right. shit. Yeah, you know, play. I it's used to play battle gr- uh, players unknown. 
PUBG. I used to play it, man, and that's what it was, man. Dudes would fuck you up. Right. And you could tell, man, because they'd click you, man. They'd, they'd douse yeah, your you friend. You could tell who's on it. You know, they'd wet your friend up coming out of the hotel or whatever, the supermarket. <laughs> they'd wet his ass up, and they'd shoot you in the face for you. You knew what happened. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck, man? My <laughs> controller don't move that fast. <laughs> what the fuck you doing over there? You fucking with me? You ain't kidding, man. Yeah. It's the different, man. It's yeah, man. It's super. They have an advantage. They do. Dude, you are right. They could turn their shit up to twenty, yeah, and it'd be. But nothing. you know, and that's the thing. Why hasn't Xbox already took with Microsoft? Man, their computers are toxic. Are they though? But but there are, man. Well, you know, if, if they are, if they ain't, regardless. You know, the Mac's coming that back. Could, you know, we can, Mac is on the attack. Dog. You want? <laughs> you want to talk about that, dog? We can get an altercation next week about that. Hell. Microsoft and the Versus computer Apple, world, son. But I will have to get into research on <laughs> Yeah, this well, we're going to. We'll have a week well, to Let's do get that. into our next topic. You know, we'll who are you bulls spitting, son? That's what we call this next. That's what we call this next topic. Are you bulls spitting? And today, man, we're going to talk about MJ, the king of pop, the man, the myth, possible child molester. We don't know that, that dude. Possible, allegedly. It's and he legend. was acquitted. You know that, but you know, we're going to talk about this. You know, this man had a hyperbaric chamber. I don't know what that is. I know what a hyperbolic chamber is. I'm assuming it's the same <laughs> thing. Dragon Ball Z Hyper chamber dog. Yeah, yeah, he's in know. there training. Yeah, what's well, he what doing? The, the picture, man, he looks, like, he looks fake in there. It looks like he's I've seen dead. the picture, man. It does look like he's, he's dead. dead. And they just uh, like sucked a lot, you know. So I mean, how are what you bull spitting, dude? Like, what are you doing in that thing? Yeah, like, why do you have a mechanical head of yourself? Yeah, dude. What why? are you thinking? What is bubbles doing in your bathroom? <laughs> yeah, handing like, out mints, like, dude. dude. What? Get out like, of here! Come on, dude. get out of here! Why, why you got a giraffe? Yeah, why do you have an amusement park? Why are we doing this? <laughs> You know, why are we doing this? What's the point? MJ? I know you dead got rest your soul, man, yeah. but I just had to get to it, and I'm going to ask you about this. My cohort, leaving Neverland. You've never seen it, man, so this is what we're going to tell you, man. This one guy and this other guy. Two guys. Two guys, man. Both of them. There's proof that they toured with Michael Jackson. There's proof of it. There's proof of it, man. There's proof that they, they were somehow intertwined in Michael Jackson's life. So, anyway, somehow or another, their parents were okay with Michael Jackson, you know, being friends with their children. Right. Because, of course, at the time, they ended up going on, whatever. These guys, I don't I don't know, man. Did they, though? Did they really not know what was going no, on? If that was alleged. Look, allegedly. No, I mean, come that, on, let's, dude, let's remember, old these man. same two guys that done this documentary, man, have, have been, you know, Michael Jackson was acquitted. Of the charges that they brought forth, one of them. I don't know if it was both, but either way, they were acquitted. Right. Michael Jackson didn't do it, uh, according to our court systems and the law. Right. Michael Jackson's a free man, same as OJ. Regardless of your preference on what he or did he didn't do, you know who done it, who did. Are you bull spitting, yeah. dude? OJ possibly and more than likely killed that woman, but MJ, we don't know. We don't yep. know because we all love Michael Jackson. We all do. I mean, dude, he's, he's, you know, come on. Yeah, no. You don't Come stop. on, son. <laughs> you know, so we all love this man. I mean, we he all gave us him. the moonwalk. I mean, he what? gave us Billy G and, the, and that smooth criminal link. He paved the way for the dancing. I mean, man. yes. Do, you think, do you think Chris Brown would be as prominent if Michael Jackson didn't introduce the world to that stuff? 
I don't think so, dude. I don't think anybody would be as good as they are. No. We still be roller skating to disco, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're no. Still freaking Saturday Night Fever, man. Like, John Travolta in that motherfucking corduroy suit here, boy. We hit him with a September. Yeah, man. We, you know, you're right. Without Michael Jackson, we'd have stayed in the dark ages. But you know, you got to be bullspit, man. These guys, man. And then even after he de- he's dead, he's gone. He can't defend himself. They come out with this document. Chronicling, chron, uh, chronicling, or chronicling? Sure. Probably the first one. I'm gonna go with the first one. Okay, so we're gonna sure. go with chronic. Sure. All right, that's what it is. That's what it is here on Bull Spit, and that's what it's gonna be. That's what it's gonna be in the back. So anyway, they go out, they make this, they make it, man. They, they put this documentary out, and both these guys were like, "Oh, we were talented young men." Michael wanted us to come dance with him, things like that. And then somehow along these lines, man, the lines get blurred, really blurry, man. And Michael Jackson starts. They, they, they never talk about him actually doing hey, say deed, this word. But doing the deed. Okay. All right. I doing was gonna say. Deed. I was gonna say yeah. But you're right. Doing that awful deed. thing, and that is molestation. Right. I mean, that's what it is, man. Yeah. But he would. He would please himself in front of these boys, according to them. Allegedly, he would do this according to these men. Right? right, and he would just—they lived this lavish lifestyle, man. One of them's mom moved out from his dad, moved him from Australia to the states. Get and Michael Jackson put him up in a penthouse, and she would just let her son go live in Neverland, you know. Well, you stay a boy forever, you know. And that's another thing that's weird. Why would he name it Neverland, especially with you know the true story behind the Peter Pans back in the day, the Grimm brothers, Peter Pan shit. Right, he was a. Peter Pan was a weirdo. Right. And was taking these boys off to this island where they just never were seen again. So anyway, you name it after that. You got a fucking amusement park in your backyard. You try to buy Marvel. Michael Jackson at one time acquired to buy Marvel from Stan Lee. Acquired to do it. Didn't happen because Stan Lee was like, man, I know one day I'm going to have Robert Downey Jr. Right. It was like Stan Lee saw it. Man. Even you look at the comic books back in the day, man, he looked like Robert Downey Jr. But back to Michael Jackson, you know he did, man. Think about it. He looked like Robert Downey Jr., bro. He was made, like they created Robert Downey Jr. in a test tube to be Tony Stark. He, he escaped that that's test another, tube facility, man. That's another bull spitting topic, dog. Why don't you get another take? But anyway, so these boys accused Michael Jackson. And apparently, obviously, their parents were new or something was going on when they started spending money on it. When Michael Jackson was forking out millions of dollars for you living penthouses, you knew right then that something was, was weird. Yeah, something's going on. And you're talking about a 30, 40-year-old man wanting to spend time with 13, 14-year-old boys on a daily basis, Something was definitely just happened. It was just happening. But anyway, we don't know. We don't have. It doesn't happen. But what I'm what I'm saying is complete bullspit. It's complete bullspit that you would come after this man, probably one of the greatest entertainers to ever live. You would come after this man after he's dead, gone, to try to squeeze some money, right? Out of and accusing of what? Of of what he was acquitted for. Many people believe that he does. Well, you know, he was a weird guy. He was. He was a weird guy. Well, no, we can't. He just owned chimps. That. He owned a zoo. He owned a 
named his ranch Neverland. He was a weird dude, man. But you've got to be freaking bullspitting me to come out here and do this man like that after he's gone. And, you know, that's all I'm going to say, guys, about that because that is complete bullspit. And you've got to be bullspitting me. Yeah. You've got to. This is closing. This is the closing, man. Thank you all for listening. So much for being here, dude. It meant a lot. Thanks, guys. Catch you all next time.